Hey everyone, so God, I hope everyone is doing okay, and I know things have gone crazy with this coronavirus, and everyone seems to have lost their damn mind, so hopefully this uh, is a little piece in your, in your trip, so this episode is with my friend Sarah Saunders, also known as Sarah McKay, also known as my old my work wife, best friend, one of the legion of ladies, so I hope you all enjoy this episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's been way too long since I've seen her and talked to her in person, so I am looking forward to this episode, uh, learning more about her. Some stuff I'm pretty sure I, I already know, but uh, otherwise it's, uh, it's going to be good. Uh, I love this woman. She's uh, inspired me to be, well, you know what, honestly, better than I probably would have been. She's been there for me through thick and thin, and uh, she's been, hell, even been uh, my best man at my second wedding, so why don't we just do the thing? <laughs> And we're rolling. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm with my work wife, one of my best friends, my former best woman, which irritated, <laughs> which irritated someone so much. Very much. Good times. Okay. Uh, Sarah Saunders. I, almost, I want to say Sanders every time. I always forget the you. You're not the only one. I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, so, Sarah. In the seven years, it's because it's been seven years, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, seven years, because now you're family. Because mm -hmm. that's the rules. I had to Almost explain. eight, technically. Yes. Next almost. month, that'll be eight. Is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Holy shit. See, she's... <laughs> This is why she's the work wife. <laughs> okay. So in the almost eight years, you have literally been pretty much went the, the whole spectrum of this whole relationship of ours. You went from not knowing each other at all to co-worker who barely talked. To be honest, your first day... I knew you had a lot of potential. I knew I was going to like you. Mostly, you just scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Not even going to lie. <laughs> so, um, alright. So, in this whole eight years, uh, you've managed to become one of my closest friends, one of my best friends. Um, and probably, like, the person that I can probably just relate to the most, so... I should say, with this podcast, this one might be one of my favorites because while I know a lot, a little bit about you, because we have we always have really long conversations, I don't know that much about you. So this should be fun diving deep into your head. See, see what I did there I in do. your head. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh puns. That's what she said. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, I guess, so let's start with the beginning. In your words, 
how was your childhood? Um, well, it was kind of all over the place. Um, I mean, my dad was definitely my hero. He, if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. Um, he raised me and my sisters and my brother on his own. Um, my parents got divorced when I was four, five, four. And my mom was in and out of prison. She was an addict and just not really around much. And that was definitely hard. Um, I mean, I talked to her some now, but I went, I think the longest I went without talking to her by cho choice was seven years. Um, so, I mean, growing up as a little girl, not having your mom, definitely, definitely screwed me up a little bit. So. I can, I can see that. It definitely made you more of a tomboyish. Mm -hmm. Like, you're more of a dude than some of the dudes that I know. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so. Okay, so growing up without your mom being around, like, and I'm sure, like, the girls that you had as friends, were you a little jealous that, like, their mom was there and yours wasn't? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, there was another girl in my class who was definitely going through the same thing. Like, our moms would, would get in trouble together, and so we were always real close, and we would get it. Um, she would always understand what I was going through, but... Then there was the other girls in my class who would, um, their moms were always there. They were the perfect moms in my eyes, and they were great, and they were, um... Present? Present, and they were, su they were sweet, and they, you know, were always there and caring, and then the girls were brats and would throw a fit over not being able to go out and play or get the newest toy or the newest iPod or whatever and would tell their moms they would hate them or whatever and I would just think in my head if only you knew like it pissed you off a little bit quit being such a brat like you don't you don't understand like my mom is in prison and is not around I haven't seen my mom in three years like right just stop and they just wouldn't understand. And Ooh. like, I literally learned how to read cursive from my mom writing me letters from prison, but they didn't get that. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have uh, like a mom history that a lot of people wouldn't understand. Yeah. How's your relationship with your mom now? It's better. Um, I lost my dad's mom, actually, right before, a couple of months before my wedding, and there were some things that went on that didn't settle well with me, and it made me kind of wonder what if, and made me realize that I wasn't, um, ready to hang up the hat with my mom, and so I gave her another chance, and said this is this is your last chance um 
you have one more time to prove to me that you've changed. You, um, this is it. You show me that you've changed, you're clean, and you can be in my future, you can be in my kids' future whenever I have kids, and that's that. And she's done really well so far. She's trying. She, I mean, we talk on the phone probably once a week. She'll text me randomly if she's thinking about me or asking me how I'm doing or stuff like that. She's um, thinking about going back to school to be a social worker, stuff like that. She's actually doing pretty well. Good, good. Um, whenever you do eventually get around to having kids, I say that so, as like it's a chore. <laughs> um, you know, no pressure, Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> um, it, how you were, uh, how, or what you went through as a child, is that like a motivation or like kind of like a roadmap on how not to like be as a mom? Like, did you learn like what not to do? Like between, well, I guess between, like you're not mom not being around, and ob for obvious reasons, I know you're not going to be, you know, go that route. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, there are other aspects of like your mom choosing other things over you, and then you got on the opposite side. You have your dad, who was a very strong fig figure in your life. Um, you, is there stuff that you learned from? both sides of the spectrums on how how you want to be as a parent yeah most definitely like obviously i learned what not to do for my mom but then i also learned things what not to do for my dad too like yeah he was the one who was there for us and he was always supportive of us and he always showed us when to chase our dreams but he also didn't necessarily I don't really know how to put this he didn't necessarily um, he was definitely more firm and kind of distant with us than I want to be with my kids he was um, less emotionally yeah my, my dad's an asshole he'll admit it he's 100% an asshole and I'm an asshole I'm straight up a bitch. Um, Can confirm. And that's why I don't get along with girls. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I get that because I've seen that. I... I've, <laughs> I've seen you get along with men, like, attitude-wise, more than females because you, I've noticed, don't have time for... Drama. I was going to go with the bullshit, but, you know, we'll, we'll go yeah, with drama. That too. That too, that's, I, I was trying to put it nicely, but yes, I would, I'm not. For sure. <laughs> and so I have been trying to alleviate the assholeness and trying to... Be more of a girl. Find a way to be more of a girl and trying <laughs> to... Figure out how I would incorporate that into raising a child when I do have a child I or children. I don't and really know if I can see a world where you're more of a girl. I don't know either. I mean, does that, like, does that make 
mean that you'll have to like wear more dresses and oh, that's <laughs> like never gonna happen and... that's never gonna happen let's be honest okay that's true i think the only time i've ever seen you wear a... no i've seen you wear a dress a couple times prom mm -hmm. and your wedding day yeah i mean i've worn dresses before but it was like pulling teeth <laughs> i'm sure it was okay so what made you join the air guard what was that? my dad was definitely a big influence in that um my grandpa he was in the air force i have a lot of family that was in the military um and the more i thought about it i just high school was rough for me as you know i went through a, a really dark spot in high school and I, I didn't really have a plan on what I want, wanted to do. And high school seemed, or not high school, the military seemed like a good way to get out and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And it definitely was. I, I love it. I wouldn't take it back. I, I mean, it sucked being gone, especially... Considering I met Jensen, right? At, I mean, I didn't meet him. I already knew him. But considering we started talking right at the end of senior year and started dating freshman year of college, but I definitely wouldn't change the way I did things. And I love the military. I love being in it. What's your rank? I'm an E4 senior airman right now. What was that? E4 senior airman. Okay. It's Why? Not what I thought you said. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I think he's in semen. Oh, God. No. I was like, no, I that's am, the Navy. I'm I was not like, what Navy. the? <laughs> okay. Nope. Airmen. Senior airmen, not Senior semen. airmen. Nope, not semen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, all right. I don't know get how. Get the dirty it, thoughts out. I don't know how it is, but every time we get together, everything just goes off the rails. Always. <laughs> Okay, so I guess I guess so. Going back to your high school years, because that's where we met. Mm -hmm. Whenever we started working at the store. Um, well, when you started working at the store, I had already been there for a while. Um, you were, whenever you first started working at the store, was that? Were you already going, starting the, the dark spiral? Let's see, I started there March of sophomore year, so no, I hadn't started it yet, because um, that was, I would say, summer between sophomore and junior years when it really started. Okay, yep, yep, that's right, because it was roughly about that time, I, if I remember right, you were having a really just bad day. Mm hmm And you just could not hide it at the store. I remember I pulled you aside, because we, at that time, we didn't hadn't really talked much. We'd worked together. We knew we got along, but I, I could tell that you were having a bad day, and... God, for the life of me, I don't remember what the hell I said to you. Probably something smart-ass. 
That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. But I remember, like, we had a a conversation. I mean, we should have been working. I'm pretty sure we probably got in trouble for not working eventually. Probably, I mean, probably. That happened a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I remember, like, after the conversation that we had... I think it was right around that time that, like, everything with our friendship started to, I guess, gel together, where, like, I realized that you were unlike most of the teenage people that I'd met that I wanted to punch in the throat. Mm-hmm. And you figured out that I'm much more than just the smart ass at work. And that I actually liked the weirdo. Yeah. With the weird hair. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I'm never living that down. No. I mean, I shaved my head for a reason, so people would stop talking about my hair. Hey, I helped you dye your hair That's multiple true. times. So That is true. Fun times. I don't care about your hair. I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so... Join the na- or Navy. Oh my lord, get off the Navy kick. Sorry, my brother's in the Navy. I was just actually thinking about my brother the other day. So No one can ever get, get it right. You know what? I'm Shannon. I never get anything right. Ask both of my ex-wives. So. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Alright. Join the Air Guard. Mm-hmm. You're dating Jensen. Mm-hmm. He finally proposes after, I don't know, I don't know how many months or... That you how were, many times you tell him to. Oh, yeah. Like, I told him. I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> when are you going to propose to Sarah? And he was always like, I'm thinking about it. Or, I'm going to do it. I just don't know when. And I'm like, you should probably do it He had the tomorrow. ring nine months before he did. I mean, I don't know what the fuck... Took him so long. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so walk us through how he proposed, because the show's been so like dark and depressing. I enjoy actual like love stories, so like I want to hear the proposal. Tell me the proposal. Well, I was absolutely completely surprised. I had given up trying to figure out when he was going to do it. I thought he was going to do it when he came down to my graduation, and then when I got back, and I had just given up. So then we went, me and him and his brother and his friend went down to Branson to this night or this weekend that his dad has one of those, like, I don't know, they have, like, a membership to one of those things, and then if, like, we can buy... Oh, like a timeshare? Yeah, there you go, timeshare. (laughs) Look at you. I know. Um, <laughs> so we bought a couple of their nights from them um, down at Blue Green, um, down in Branson. And so we booked a like a really cheap resort that they used to stay at when they were a kid. Mm-hmm. And then they were all excited about that. And then so we shared like a suite there for a couple nights. And then we went to Blue Green. And then we went kayaking one day and then we went and we got ready for some fancy dinner at top of the rock no biggie and then we met up for dinner and we were there and 
we were walking around top of the rock and we went to this chapel and it was storming and all of mine and Jensen's important moments have been in thunderstorms. And so it was, I mean, it was of kind of fitting. And um, we were just walking around looking, taking pictures and Jensen absolutely hates pictures. And so Jared just kept taking picture after picture after picture. And I could tell Jensen was getting irritated. And so I was like, all right, let's go. And I like, and he was like, no, 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 let's take him on my picture. And, and so we took a picture and I was like, all right, let's go. And I like, didn't want him to get all irritated and pissed off. And I was like, no, it's okay. Like, let's go. That's enough pictures. Like, it's fine. Like, let's go, let's go. And then he was like, no, it's fine. Let's take another picture on this phone. And I'm like, let's just go already. <laughs> let's, it's fine. Let's go. And at this point I'm starting to get irritated. Like, I don't want to take any more fucking pictures. <laughs> I'm wearing a dress. I want to go. It's starting to get chilly. <laughs> it's windy. I'm tired of holding it down. <laughs> the worst part of being a girl right there is holding that dress down. And then, and then Anthony, Jared's friend, is videotaping it. I didn't even notice. And he's like, wait, I didn't get it. And I'm like, didn't get what? And I'm like, whatever. I'm not even, like, total blonde moment. And I'm just like, all right. And then... I'm like, all right, let's go. And then we keep going. And he's like, no, 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 another picture. And then he, and he's like, wait, wait. And then he pulls me back and pulls me into a hug. And then that's when he starts talking. And then he gets down on a knee. And that's when he asked me. Did you cry? I did. I teared up a little bit. Just a little bit? Just like, a little bit. No, like, not sobbing? Really, not what I thought I would, honestly. Were you more along the lines of, like, relieved that it finally happened? I was. I was. Like, about fucking time, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. Like, if he got down on one knee and, like, will you marry? About fucking time, Jay. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. I would have paid to see that. <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh my god, he's finally doing it. But then I knew he was so embarrassed because his face was beat red. And so I was just like, yes, like, get up, get up, you're fine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that is that's one of my favorite stories that I've ever heard. It's great. He even took my dad to dinner or to breakfast and asked him. Oh, that's sweet. You know, a lot of people don't do that anymore. Of course, both times that I've gotten married, one was an accidental proposal, and then the other one was accidental. Yes. Okay. So <coughs> me and Sorry. my first wife. Uh, got engaged. I didn't realize that we'd gotten engaged. I had been cleaning my... I think I know this story. Okay, okay. So, we, uh, I was cleaning my apartment and I found some old rings that my mom had given me. Okay? Girl, girlfriend, <laughs> my future w wife at that point, <clears throat> um, Justice's mom, Christina, had come over and uh, we were talking and I, I was like, hey, I found this ring um, do you want it? <laughs> Not rem nowhere in there does it say, hey, will you marry me? Oh, God. She takes it. Okay. I'm, I'm oblivious. I have no idea what's going on. Uh, and then my friend Andy came over and joined us that night. We were all, for some reason, talking about engagements. Andy's like, yeah, I've been engaged a couple times. Um, and... I was like, yeah, I've been engaged, and then I was trying to do the math. I was like, oh, I think about one or two times. And uh, she's like, well, yeah, this is like my second or third time. And I was like, wait, what? 
Andy looks at me. I looked at Andy. I looked at Christina, and I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, this is where we're going. <laughs> okay. And then that, then I was like, okay, apparently we're engaged. And mind you, we'd only been together for four days. Oh, God. So if there was ever a rule of thumb... Always say no to the idea of proposing to somebody after four days. Well, I, yeah, I would hope so. I mean, you would think that I would have learned to been like, okay, maybe we should have this conversation. I wasn't proposing, but I can't really say anything. I mean, depend, like, despite how it turned out, I did get my daughter out of it, so. Well, that's true. But, moral of the story... Don't get engaged. Always clarify. <laughs> yes, always clarify when giving a woman a ring that it is not an engagement ring. Even after four days of dating. Exactly. Hmm. Yes, right. so, yes. Fun fact. <laughs> if Did it's a fun fact. That. Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, it's not All even... Right. Okay, so... <laughs> I don't even know how the hell that... <laughs> okay. Um, you have... Two sisters and a brother, like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're close with all of them, right? Yeah, very close. Was it because, like, you guys, the way you guys grew up and you guys were, became, like, really close? Were you always close? No. We all definitely hated each other growing up. Um, especially me and my sister, Kara. We are the closest in age. We used to fight all the time. Um, <laughs> fight all the time. But we... Um, I don't know if it's just as we kind of got older and they, Sammy and Ryan moved away and then Kara moved away and I haven't lived with parents since I was in eighth grade, I guess. Um, I just, we all just kind of made it a pact that we're always gonna take care of each other. We're always going to be there for each other no matter what happens with our parents, no matter what no matter what, we're always just going to be there for each other. Even if mom chooses drugs over us, even if dad's an asshole and isn't there for us for whatever reason, then we're going to be there and that's that. And that's why we, the day I turned 18, me, Sammy, and Carol went and got tattoos together and we tried to get Ryan to come in with us, but he said no, so he refused to get a tattoo with us. I guess he doesn't really love us. That's probably accurate. <laughs> because as a brother, you can think it, yeah. you don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't do those kind of cute little things with your sisters I that know. you talk about. Because I've got sisters and we've all talked about getting the whole brother-sister tattoo thing. But I'm going to be honest. I love them. Not that much, but I love them. I know. <laughs> joking. I'm totally joking. I know my sisters listen to this, so I'm totally, I love you. I probably won't do it, the tattoo thing. Make him do it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> anyway. I'll hold him down. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, does uh, Jensen get along with your family? He does, but he's different than we are my family Obviously. is definitely um we are a lot alike 
definitely very open and mm -hmm. um, rambunctious and loud, and Jensen is not. Um, my family is huggers and very touchy-feely people. Jensen is not. So. I guess opposites really do attract. Mm -hmm. Jensen just kind of sits there until he's spoken to or made fun of at. Then he just kind of... I mean, he'll give shit back. I would hope so, because otherwise he's not going to survive. Oh, no, he'll definitely give shit back. Okay. But it took him a while to get there. Does your family... But six years into it now, he kind of gives it back now. I'd hope so. Yeah. Did, did your family like Jensen in the beginning? Yeah. They just couldn't believe how shy he was. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're, like... Loud, rambunctious, and like emotionally, like mm -hmm. physical and stuff like that. Then being around someone that's an introvert would probably be. I think they just kind of forget he's there a lot, and my family is very overwhelming to him because there's that. a lot of us. Because I mean, there's four of us kids. We all have significant others, and then they all have kids. So, like, I have six nieces and nephews. Yes. And then my dad and my stepmom, and then I have two stepbrothers who both have girlfriends. So, I mean, there's, like, 30 of us whenever we get together for Christmas. See, that's why I don't Versus do... whenever we get together for Jensen's family, there's five of us. So, he's... <laughs> It's wow. very overwhelming. <laughs> I, okay, you know what? I can see that. Because, like, whenever I'm around, like, anyone that I've ever dated, if they have, like, a big family, or even more, if there's more than, like, two people in the room. Okay, let's just be honest. If there's more than just me in the room, I'm a little overwhelmed. So. But see, that's normal to me. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want four kids. And I'm just, like, that's, like, I want a big family. That's what, and Jensen's just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> we can have three, it's fine. Mm. Does he want kids? Yeah, he does. He wants three. Or does, okay. And I want four, so we're having four. So why don't you just, like, negotiate, like, three and a half, meet in the middle? We're negotiating and having four. <laughs> <laughs> I still say get three and then rent a midget. I we mean, could try. Just in case one of you guys go blind, you know. Jensen's already blind. Well, he needs a seeing eye midget. <laughs> He's know? already legally blind. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. How the fuck that's does how... he get away with driving? Glasses. He's. That's how bad his eyesight is. It's oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Um. Let's see here. Oh. Uh, See, like, I want to get deep into stuff, but I know there's certain things that we agreed not to talk about. Just the one. Yeah, well, a part of it has to do with the one. Just go ahead. Okay. Let's go ahead. So, you mentioned your dad is married. Mm-hmm. When did, when, did, when did they get married? My fourth grade year. The summer after my fourth grade year. How did you feel about that? 
I was fine with it. He made her happy. Um, okay, well, he made her happy, but... Or they... She made him happy. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that, she, that's neither here nor there, honey. She made him happy, and... I mean, that's that all. That's all I really cared about at that point was... I mean, my dad had been taking care of us for so long, and I hadn't seen him. He had had one girlfriend that I remembered, um, Casey, and... I, it's weird that you remember that. From what I remember, she was... I mean, she was nice. I remember her... Because we worked with her. We did those um, parades and we dressed up as the mascots and stuff. Do you remember me telling you about that? Oh, okay. Country Marty right, yeah. and Ladybug Lacey and stuff. And, um, but then I just remember one night waking up and Ryan was coming to get us, me and Kara, out of the room. We used to stay down in Kansas City with her a lot. And we'd get up really early and drive down to school in the morning. And Ryan came in and woke us up and got us into this truck and I just remember dad coming out and screaming and yelling and that was the end of it so I never really I mean I was the youngest I think I was in like second grade then so I don't ever really know what happened to them I never really got the full story and dad is the person that will hold a grudge till the day he dies and then he once it's done it's done he doesn't want to talk about it ever again so I never really got the story hmm. That's all I really remember. Does your dad and your mom talk? Absolutely not. Because <laughs> of like how things mm -hmm. ended. Yeah, um, they will be in the room for like the kids' parties and stuff, but they won't talk. They um, sit on opposite sides of the rooms. They. Does that bother you? It doesn't bother me so much. Um, but I think it might bother the kids. But, I mean... Can you, like, feel the tension? Oh, yeah. My mom tries to kind of be nice and tries to, you know, say hi or wave. But hmm. between them two and my mom, they just... They won't even look at her. They won't say hi. They won't... Anything and... Um, which I mean, I mean, rightfully so. My mom screwed up a lot and screwed my dad over a lot, and he he has his rights to feel the way he does, especially say, with. I mean, there's definitely like cause with, for reason. Yeah, and I mean, he definitely has his reasons not only for their relationship, but because of what she put us kids through again and again and again and again and again. And she just kept kept coming back and trying to act like nothing had ever happened and he had to be the one to pick up the pieces every time it went wrong. And so, I mean, I get it. Um, I just... I always just wonder in my heart what happened to my dad that made him so cold oh does that mean I get a beer <laughs> yes <laughs> my phone's going off so I get a beer yep I owe I owe Sarah a beer <laughs>
Um, <laughs> so I was just kind of wonder what made my dad so hard and cold that he just completely shuts anyone and everyone out. No, I don't. I, I Once think I, they do anything wrong. No, I think I, well, I wouldn't say that I get it 100%, but I think, like, coming from the aspect of, like, a failed marriage to someone that apparently loved other things more than, you know, mm -hmm. him, you know, and he's got to worry about you, you kids. I, I think you have to get a little cold to survive. And I get that completely. Like, that's that's how I was able to shut my mom out for seven years. Like, I had to think, how could you choose a drug over me, your own child? Like, I let my mom have it, and I screamed and yelled at her. Like, it was my grandpa's dying wish for me to take care of her. But I, and I struggled, and... I was in a very, very dark place after he died to realize that I can't put that on myself. And I no. can't handle, and it was, he wasn't putting it on me, but I can't take that upon myself. And I still have to be the kid in this relationship between me and my mom and she has to take responsibility that she can't choose something over me. She has to step up and choose to stay clean for me. I can't no, just let her keep walking over me. And no, because that's you... why I set the boundaries when I did. And now she's proving herself to me finally, so... Do you think that because you had to go through all of that, I mean, the mom that's, you know, choosing other things, it's basically kind of left you. And then you have dad, the dad who is there for you and protective and, and all that, but also still kind of emotionally distant. Do you think all of that made you better as like a as a as in as a person to survive in the world, or do you feel like it kind of has hindered you to just not being able to fully embrace everything that life has to throw at you? I don't I don't know because I feel like. Some instances it makes me care too much, but then other instances I give up too quickly and I don't care at all. And then I just am done. And I just, I'm just over it and I'm just like, eh, screw you, I'm done. But then other times I just give too many chances. I just give chance after chance after chance and I just care too much like most but of your past I relationships but then I also think that that's where my nurturing nature 
for nursing like that like I think that's why I'm such a good nurse is because I care for people and I can look at their background no I, I, I can definitely see that um, do you think that affected your past relationships I mean obviously because like they weren't supposed to work out because you're obviously with your husband now but back whenever. I mean I think Yes and no. I mean, I think we all have to go through our first love or whatever and learn what we think is our first love and deal with whatever it is we have to deal with. But I definitely think I gave him too many chances. Oh, that one. But... I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Who who are you thinking of? <laughs> the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Again, which one? <laughs> um was there a cornfield incident? Oh, oh god. <laughs> that one. That's mm. that one cuz we're not going to name names. Yeah. Because I, I, I try to make that a rule yeah. not to name names. Um, oh, um, God, yeah. I mean, because so you had that one. Mm-hmm. And then you... Weren't you engaged? No. I've never been engaged. No. Okay. I was not engaged. Um, I've only been engaged once, and okay. that was to Jensen, obviously. obviously. I had a promise ring. Oh, yeah. Okay. To so, the first one. That's who I was talking about, but... Okay. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I've seen you in a couple relationships. I don't want... So, I've seen you in a couple relationships where you have not even given a shit about whether or not your boyfriend... Technically, we weren't even dating. You were dating. <laughs> no, no matter how you put your, it. Your advice no. was don't date him. Just have fun. Actually, I don't think that was my actual words. Well, <laughs> I believe I said I wouldn't date him. Bang him if you need to, but don't date him. <laughs> okay, yeah, that sounds exactly like what you said. That's exactly <laughs> what I said, because I'm notorious for horrible advice. But, I mean, I think at that time in my life, that was what I needed after the two relationships that I had been in. The one where it, you get you guys were together for quite a while, right? Well, the first one was like two years, and the second one turned out psycho. Oh, yeah. Literally psycho. Yeah. Everyone has one of those. Or in my case, like trying to of them. literally buy me back. Like property? Yeah. Like he was going to give you money? And his Xbox and guitar and stuff, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can't barter for a relationship. Oh, he tried. I mean, anyways, maybe as I'm you were doing saying, things wrong. As but... you were saying, <laughs> I've completely lost focus of what I was going to say because I, that whole buying you thing mm -hmm. really just throws the entire questioning off. I'm still trying to, in my head, try to figure out how you can 
buy a girlfriend. I mean, I know how you can buy one. There's websites for that. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole town in Nevada mm -hmm. where you can buy a exactly. girlfriend. I'm just trying to figure out how the hell he thought that was So then, something. that's when that advice came in. I was like, oh, yeah, this actually could do me some good right now. I mean... Thanks a lot. My best friend <laughs> Shannon is coming in great right now. First of all, <laughs> I'm also pretty sure I said, I'm not sure you should do that, like... The next day, I'm like, I don't know if you should listen to me on that one. But then it had already happened at that it point. It had already so. happened, so it was kind of already, like... Moot point by then. Yeah. The one time you listen to me. I mean, literally, that was like, every other time I give you advice, you didn't fucking listen at all. The one time, <laughs> it's this time. So... In my defense, this is all your fault <laughs> for listening to me. Because <laughs> I'm clearly an idiot. I wouldn't say that. I mean, we could take a survey. <laughs> we could survey every person that I know. I'm going to probably guess 65, 35% says that I'm an idiot. No. But I'm charming, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, you were saying. I thought, literally forgot where I was going with this. I hope people heard that. Yeah, that one was a loud one. <laughs> I did that on purpose now. <laughs> it's become a thing. <laughs> everyone made the mention. Everyone had to tell me. Anyway, so. Shit, where was I going with that? See, every time, we, every time we have a conversation, mm -hmm. it goes completely off the rails, and I never quite remember where the hell I was going with any of it. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're not. No. <laughs> okay. So, um... Fuck. <laughs> oh, okay, so... I'm often... Alright, so, like, usually, whenever I get into a relationship, I have to explain the wide legion of all my female best friends because mm -hmm. i've always gotten along with women more mm -hmm. than men i mean still i, ha I have my my brothers you i know like what, what the psycho he tried to be nice mm -hmm. but i could not i mean other than the fact of like the circumstances of mm -hmm. the people that we knew i don't know why i'm making the fish <laughs> Anyway, he tried to be nice to me, and I just couldn't do it because I just, well, did just like the idiot in him. Yeah. When you met Jensen, was it hard for you to tell your future husband that one of your best friends was a man that was quite a bit older than you? <laughs> And a dude? <laughs> no, it wasn't hard. No, I just didn't know how he would take it. Because he... All of his friends he grew up with since he was like three. So... I just... 
I guess, okay, I guess it was a little hard, yeah. I just didn't know how he would... How did he take it? I've always kind of wondered how he took that. He was fine with it. Because basically I was like, well, this, I mean, Shannon's my best friend, so you're just going to have to deal with it. Like, kind of... Matter-of-factly, like... There's no negotiation in this. Basically, <laughs> like, you're going to have to deal with it. We've been dating a couple weeks. Me and Shannon have been years, or friends for years at this point, like... Yes, because we're kinda. basically Haley and Lucas from One Tree Hill. Yeah, so... Which I always kind of find it whenever you mention how you and Jensen's, like, little love story every moment has, like, a rainstorm because mm -hmm. in the show, exactly. Nathan and Haley, mm -hmm. always raining. Exactly. So, I, like, I always worry that I'm going to end up calling him Nathan for, <laughs> 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 for some reason. Like... And I don't see or talk to him that much, but, like, whenever I do, I'm like, oh, just don't call him Nathan. Don't call him Nathan. <laughs> Which is funny, because none of my exes are Nathan. I know. So. <laughs> I think uh. it's... I think it's funny. That is funny. Okay. So, um, you said that you're planning, or you're hoping to start having kids? Mm -hmm. Are Are you practicing? We're practicing, yes. Um, hopefully sometime this year we will start trying. Um, I hopefully am starting the RN program in August, and then around then, or that's a nine-month program. So what I'm thinking, me, the planner and me, is thinking start it in August, get pregnant in, like, November, December graduate in May, have the baby right after that, get a job right after that, you know. Oh, honey. Then I won't have to take any time off. I can just start right after that whenever I want. But, I mean, you know, it never works out, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It about... never goes the way I want it to, so I don't even know why I try to plan, because then I always just get disappointed when it doesn't work out, so. I would say nothing about kids ever goes as planned, because... Like, Justice was, like, a honeymoon night baby. Like, Aiden was, like, that 1% chance. Yeah. And then, like, Grayson was just, like, a whole out-of-the-fucking-left-field kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. it's, uh, yeah, you just never really can plan much of anything with kids, so. Yeah. But I do know that you'll make a great mom. Oh, thanks. Because you've often been, like, a overbearing mother whenever I make stupid make stupid fucking mistakes. <laughs> so I I'm definitely the know mom of the friend group, so that's, that's true. That's all right. But I do know that you, you you will make a great mom and I am really looking forward to being Uncle Shannon. And I there's so many people that call me Nanan. My 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 niece does it. Oh no, my, my kids friends. are not going to call you Nanan. I I swear to god, it will not happen. Uncle you, Shenanigans, maybe. You know what my kids are going to call you. Uncle Lucas? No. <laughs> no. Shanny Poo! Oh, shit. <laughs> and uh, uh, I don't, I'm going to add, freaking, like, take that out of the recording. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or Shenanigans, we can do that Shenanigans one. is, like, I don't understand why I'm not Shenanigans with. Like, how is that not my nickname? I mean, that's a good one, but it, I like Shanny Poo. I mean, I get Nanan and I get Shan. And I don't like, like Nanan. 
I don't like Nanan either, but like, this is how that whole fucking thing started. I have a friend named, well, her nickname's Space. I won't say what her real name is, but if she's listening, she knows that this is about her. One day, she's completely high off her fucking rocker. We're over, we're all hanging out at my, I think, like my cousin's house. And, like, I walk in the door, because I walked outside, and she comes, and she looks at me, all, like, eyes glazed over, and she's like, Nanan, and starts giggling. And then from that fucking moment since, it's been Nanan. So much that my niece started fucking calling me that whenever she was a little baby, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, now I gotta listen to that shit. And now it's just become a thing. And it's annoying. I like Shanty Poo. I know you do. You just find ways to just <laughs> poke the bear. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, the RRN program, you got that coming up. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else coming up? Um... Well, I haven't told my dad yet, so sorry, Dad, if you're listening to this, um, but I am actually getting out of the Air National Guard this year. Um, just personal choice. I absolutely love it. I'm not getting out because I hate it, but just with there's a lot of deployments coming down and with everything going on, um, I'm just ready to have family and I don't want to deploy after I start having kids, so... I'm actually just getting out when my ETS is up in July, so there's that. But I haven't told my dad yet, so if he's listening, sorry, Dad. <laughs> Call me if you want to bitch at me. Well, you know, like, I haven't really decided if I'm going to release this tomorrow or in, like, two weeks. So, might make it two weeks from this date that we're recording. So you have two weeks to come up and tell him. <laughs> I'm, that way he doesn't hear it just on here. That's okay. Although, if he's listening... That's I probably thought, not <laughs> the only thing that he's cringing about on this. <laughs> you know, I, I actually stopped and I thought about that the other day, like, with all the people that I've had on here, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, I know that a lot of their parents that I'm, like, really close with, like, your dad, I, like, me and your mm -hmm. dad really get along, and, like, Brandon's mom and Joanne's mom and Andy's parents, I'm like, God, this, these stories that, that I get you guys to tell, that's got to be uncomfortable for them. <laughs> and it's like, what, what makes it even more better for me is, like, there's going to be some episodes where it's, where we're not going to talk about, like, the heavy things. We're going to talk about stupid things that yeah. we've done and how some of them are legal and yeah. illicit. So it's going to be very cringeworthy. Yeah, they've all done it. They had childhoods. They had teenage years. They don't like to talk about these things. Oh, That's I've heard what... some of my dad's stories, oh. so it's payback. Oh, so like I think the next time you come on, I want to hear some more of your dad's stories. But after I hit, hit the stop button, I want to hear some dad's stories. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I think we're going to call this good. Thank you for coming on. Anytime. Thank you for being one of my best friends. Anytime. Thank you for being my work wife. 
always. Yes, always. Hey, it's a reenactment of the Shannon and the Shannon and Sarah show. That's true. That's what I'm gonna name this. Rerun. <laughs> this is that's not a the rerun. Name. A uh, reunion. Reboot. Reboot. There you go. A boot. A boot. Sorry, I, sorry. You, gotta go, you went Canadian there. <laughs> you went Canadian, eh? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Canadian TV shows. Oh, anyway, Lord. so um, honestly, just thank you for being like the absolute best person. One of the best person. Because if I say the best person, there's like whole like six other people that are going to get really fucking mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being one of my best friends and like just everything. I love Always. you. I love you too. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're still listening. All right. Bye now. Well, that was Sarah Saunders, my best friend, the Haley to my Lucas. So, yeah, there was a lot of things that I didn't know about Sarah that, uh, came out in this interview, and, but, you know, it's, it's always fun to catch up with her, and, uh, as you can tell, like, we have that instant chemistry to where, like, every conversation that we have, it goes off the rails, so, excuse me, so, yeah, um, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I appreciate her every day because she's one of those people that really, really understands me and really gets me. Um, and I'm, I've seen her go through so much stuff that it's, um, for me, it's amazing to see her so happy and have all these good things that are in her life and working so hard at all these things that she wants to accomplish. Um, like, whether, you know, it's the RN thing, or if it's the, you know, like, wanting to have a family. I know she's going to be a great mom. I know she's a great nurse. Um, because I've seen her be, like, a great sister, a great daughter, and to me, like, the, like, my favorite uh, is, like, how great of a friend she is to me. Um, We've known each other for almost eight years, and she's almost family, or she's family to me now, so, like, my, my kids call her Aunt Sarah, so it's, it's just amazing. I love her very much, um, but yeah, so, man, I tell you what, uh, so thanks for listening to Sarah's story, I mean, um, I try to deviate from the plan of, you know, like, trying to get her to break down and cry like I have, like, a lot of the others, um, so, but Sarah's a different cat, you know, she doesn't get that emotional, uh, a lot of the time, uh, she's, like we said, very much, she's just a dude with bigger pecs than most guys that I know, <laughs> so, but, uh, so, yeah, um, I mean, okay. So before I leave, uh, you know, I just last couple weeks, last couple months have been just, oh, uh, it's been craziness with uh, the with 
coronavirus thing going on. Uh, funny story. I, my, Brandon Osborne, uh, he was supposed to have his retirement match on the 13th. Uh, show show ended up getting canceled because of uh, the fear of the the virus. And so instead, we, me, uh, Andy met up with uh, my our my friend Thomas, our friend Thomas Snow, uh, Brian Blade, Blade Braxton, uh, Jason Lindsay, uh, Mike Ortega. You know, you know, guys that like I worked with in uh, in several um, wrestling promotions. Now I'd walked in and I'd been, I'm very self-conscious about uh, my teeth, so I, I I didn't have really either hardly any teeth at all or none whatsoever. Hold on one second. Excuse me. Um, so I, I come in to the pizza parlor, and I see I see the boys. And, okay, so, mind you, I had shaved my head bald, I would shaved my beard off, and I had, I would just gotten dentures. And I have something about that later. So, like, there's a lot of guys that did not recognize me. Because of, like, my smile and no beard and no hair. So, like, they, yeah, they legit didn't even recognize who I was for quite a little bit before they finally, before it finally dawned on them who I was. So, so it's good to know that, um, I could have committed murder and nobody would recognize me afterwards. That's a, <laughs> it's a shame. But anyway, so, yeah, um, uh, I want to give a quick shout out to, um, so... In October of last year, my my friend um, Ashley had gotten a hold of me and wanted me and wanted to talk to me about if I wanted to fix my smile. And I'm always very hesitant about people helping me. Um, I'm very I don't trust a lot of people, but um, for some reason, you know, with the way that my life had been going and all the, all the things that I've been doing, um, she wanted she wanted to help me. Um, she she saw something in me, and she um, she felt the the good Lord work in her, uh, and he he had told her that he that she should help me, or at least offer. And, um, so after she gets, gets in contact with me and she sets me up with, um, her work over at Dr. Humphrey's, uh, dental office in Gallatin, Missouri, um, and he sets me up and so I go in there and, uh, we get to work on me fixing my smile and, you know, uh, like I said, I'm always so hesitant about people helping me or giving me anything, giving me an opportunity, giving me um, this, giving me, or, you know, handing me this, 
or that, you know. But um, what she, what she did for me literally has changed most of my life. Um, well, like I said, I was always very self conscious about my um about smiling, about laughing, uh, about anything with me. Um, but she gave she 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 gave me an opportunity. She gave me a chance to be um, different and looked at different. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are so afraid of getting something from someone because they're afraid of the other person holding it over their head saying, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have this. Um, but to me, that's not a bad thing. Because if I, if it wasn't for Ashley Jensen, otherwise known as Ashley and the Driftwood, I wouldn't have the smile that I have now. Uh, I'm still learning how to smile after so many years of just grinning. But if it wasn't for her, and the amazingness that is her, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Uh, my buddy Andy said it best. He said that I was always somewhat confident without this, without having a, a smile on my face. He's And he's like, the world is not ready for me to have the ability to smile and how much that's going to affect my confidence and it has even slow and it is slowly because i'm still learning how to talk with the with the dentures in my mouth i'm still learning how to eat but slowly but surely my confidence is starting to pick up i'm smiling i'm laughing more i'm, I'm more me than i've been in a long time and I owe it all to Ashley. So big shout out to not only Ashley, but everyone at Humphrey Dental in Galveston. Amazing people. Um, absolutely salt of the earth people. And I can't thank them enough for working with me and helping me. Um, it has just been, an, it's been a very long five, six months, but here I am smiling, laughing, I owe it all to her, and I owe it all to them, so uh, big shout out and thank you to all to them. Not sponsors of the show, but they are amazing people, and if you need dental work, you should definitely check them out. Um, here, what else? Uh, oh, you probably heard a couple, pa or like a pause during the, the show. So, um, while I was interviewing Sarah, um, girlfriend walked in and... I've forgotten to tell her that I was recording, so I had to, you know, do the whole shh recording thing, so, and ironically, it was the first time that her and Sarah had met, so what great timing. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, what else, um, oh, you know, I guess while I'm at it, like, this whole, like, uh, craziness with the corona virus and stuff like that i mean come on people stop there was no there's no need to hoard food there's no need to hoard toilet paper whenever it clearly has nothing to do with uh, a respiratory virus you're uh you're, you're going a little you're, you're going a little crazy and this is literally why the government won't tell us if there's aliens i swear to god and I'm pretty sure we need to 
get a hold of Dr. House or Sam and Dean Winchester and figure out if this is a virus that Dr. House can cure or an apocalypse that Sam and Dean need to fix and end because they're good at that. But yeah, um, I don't know. It's the world's gone crazy. Just guys, remember to be not to like the world needs more calm people right now. We don't we don't need overreactions. We don't need uh, mean. We don't need um, just mean people. There's so much. This this is a time for all of us to show who we really are. And who we really are are good people willing to help each other out and be there for each other and not try to destroy or rob people of other things. We're better than that. You're better than that. Um, and, you know, another thing that's been going on, um, lately I've been uh, really just dwelling deep inside my mind and realizing just how wrong I've been in a few situations. So I've reached out to a couple of people that I felt like I needed to apologize to because there was something inside of me that um, was the feeling like I had wronged some people with my actions. Uh, I've always been very big on the whole I don't need to explain myself to anybody uh, mentality, but sometimes whenever you're hurting somebody, you need to. And there was quite a few people that I was helping that I just up and abandoned. And for whether I was right or wrong, it it, it pays no mind. It is it is what that is. Um, but I needed to take the time to really um, apologize, and I did that. Um, and I'm hoping that you know in time. I can work and to build their trust back up. I mean, because we're all at the end of the day, we're not always the good guy. We're not all. Um, we're not always the ones that uh, are the wrong party. Sometimes we are the ones that hurt people. Sometimes we're are we're the monsters under the bed. Um, sometimes we are uh, our own worst enemy. Sometimes, you know, we just need to realize that we can't always uh, play the victim whenever sometimes we're the villain uh we're the ones that are hurting people through our own ignorance our own pride whatever it is we have to at least be willing to admit that we're not always right so i want you guys to think about that i mean you know deep down not always are we the ones that are right all the time uh it's one of those things that i've been working on this year and i and i invite you guys to do the same do some self-reflecting uh during during the next like few days you know it may it may be if you hurt somebody or maybe if you wrong somebody reach out i mean apologize i mean it's not technically i mean it's a selfish thing because you can apologize and it's not really for them it's for you uh because you need to forgive yourself before others can forgive you um so that's the first step so uh i hope everyone is well i hope everyone is ha uh is fight 
everyone that is fighting their their battles, I hope you guys are winning. If you're not winning, reach out, find somebody, uh, tag them in, because you know we are all better together. And I uh, will see you guys next week. <laughs>